Okay, welcome back to episode three of Matron Saint of Nightmares podcast. I am the matron. And I am the acolyte. Uh, What did we watch this week? This week we watched The Green Room with Patrick Stewart, a.k.a. P-Stew. P-Stews. P-Stews, and um, it is about a... About a punk band, punk band, yeah, who's touring on the in the Pacific Northwest, right? Um, they uh, they hard on their luck because uh, they kind of get screwed out of their final show, um, and basically kind of had to call um, end the tour. Um, it's very DIY. I actually really appreciate it because they do show like really great elements of, um, uh, well, I mean, not that I have personal experience, but you know, what it seems like to be a DIY sort of punk band trying to make ends meet. Um, broke. And, uh, yeah, very broke. Um, there are scenes of them... Siphoning uh, gas. Siphoning gas, yeah. Um, trying to g- get to the next gig. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, they end up driving into a small town. I think uh, it's said to be outside of Portland um, because the previous booker had a hookup and said, You'll pay, get paid three fifty, um, and they needed money to basically drive back, back to, to the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, they drive into this little town, um, and uh, they're they're told going in that it's you know a bit of a, a bit of a right wing, um, a bit of a right wing town. Um, you say right wing or ultra left? Yeah, or ultra left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, and Sam, one of the. Real horseshoe. Yeah, real horseshoe situation. And uh, Sam, one of the guitarists, says, like, wait, they're not going to be, like, burning crosses and shit, right? Yeah. Um, And that was telling, because they knew that there was going to be, like, some skinhead presence there. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm not very well versed in it, but there is a really nasty history of uh, um, Nazi skinheads in punk scenes. Um, For sure. uh, I think, I'm not sure if they're originally in the States or in the UK, but um, it it is a strong contingent, uh, or not. A strong contingent, but it is a thing for sure. Yeah, um, and they do the re- a really dope thing in the beginning. They 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 play their show, um, and uh, well, the, first off, the the welcome is a little rough. They show up and it, it's it just is kind of everybody's a little mean or on edge. Um, they play their show, and before they go on, they're in their green room, um, and uh, they decide to kind of it's essentially a prank. They play a cover of the Dead Kennedys, Nazi punks, fuck off. Um, in front of a crowd with everybody with shaved heads and uh, there was Nazis um, in the room. Yeah, man. there were Nazis in the room. So there was, and there was also like swastikas on the wall. There was like KKK on the wall. Mm-hmm. There were like um, Confederate flags. Um, and at one point, like when they said they were going to play Nazi punks, fuck off. Uh, Sam turns to somebody. I think it might have been Tiger, one of the characters, and says like. Uh, shut up and go along with it, or I tell them you're Jewish, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like they knew, yeah. like that they were in that kind of environment. Environment, and then that brings me to my first question when I was watching the movie, which is, how many skinheads in a crowd are too many skinheads to play a show? <laughs> because my vote is one. Because <laughs> I, I think uh, Pat, like the the one of the main characters, says like, oh, there's skinheads at every show. Like, what can you do, yeah. right? And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. It's unfortunate because I think I think. Um, I think technically there's the, the umbrella of skinheads, like there's Nazi under the umbrella of skinheads, but skinhead, not all skinheads are Nazis. Right. Yeah, and, but, but they're and, but, all fucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bit suck. of an aggressive kind of like, and yeah, Racist. in this movie, definitely they yeah. are. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and skinheads are racist. Nazis are racist and and anti-Semitic and all of these things. Mm. But skinheads too, like important to be note. Important note. Sure. They're very gross. Um, it was actually kind of funny though, because one of the one of the leaders of the show said at one point, like, we're gonna have a. Uh, what did he say? Racial advocacy workshop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wonder what that's like. Yeah, that you was know? Darcy. Yeah, that was the uh, old piece too. Um, okay, so yeah. this was an interesting movie because um, um, they they did the they they kind of pulled the classic um, thing where a lot of the characters were really frustrating to me. It's the classic like a whole time I was yelling like actually in the, all the other movies we saw. Not as disturbing, but this was disturbing for me because the the sort of protagonists, you're just so frustrated with them, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the classic, like, why did you do that? And, you know, I was yelling at the screen and all that. Um, and uh, and I will admit that I, I think if I was in that situation, it would be tough for me still. You know, it's always easier to when you're watching the movie and being like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I, I kind of liked how, like, valuable they all were because I think they did... Because you're right, there were times where you're just like, oh, my God, shoot them, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Where you're, where you're really pulling for them to, like, be more violent, but, like, they go through and, like, defend themselves because eventually yeah. what happens is that um, the skinhead fucks come after them and are trying to kill them. But in the beginning, there's some ambiguity, right? So what happens is... Um, uh, one of a girl in the green room, Emily, who's not affiliated with the band but is affiliated with the the skinheads in some way, right? Um, she gets stabbed in the head, and that's kind of what stops. And she, you know, dies obviously, but um, that's kind of what stops everybody and makes them say like, "Uh oh, like how are we going to like what's going on?" Mm-hmm. Then they get locked in the green room by the skinheads, yeah. And so then it becomes this like how do we get out of here kind of right. situation. And I think or in the beginning... Not even how do we get out of here, it's just what is going on. Yeah, what's right? happening. Like, you know, because they end up... Uh, one of the guys in the band end up calling the cops, but then they get the phone taken away from mm. there before they're able to even, like, finish the 911 call. Um, so in the beginning, it's really sort of like, we're confused, and the people at the establishment are like, don't worry, just go in this room, and we'll take care of you. Like, we'll, t- we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. But, like, they lock them in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're like, oh, don't worry, the cops are coming. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, so they're led to believe that there's going to be some resolution and, and these people are being honest about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's, I would say that that's the biggest, not the biggest, but one of the biggest sort of like um, uh, sort of distractions, for, not distractions, but sort of, yeah, it's a, kind of a distraction, but, or, mm, I don't know. It's kind of an obstacle in their way. Is that yeah. they think that, like, okay, yeah. maybe this will happen. Like, maybe the p- cops are going right. to come and, like, everything's going to be cool and we can yeah. get out of here. Yeah. And I think, too, like, there is an element at that point, like, when violence happens, that you don't want to escalate the violence because then you're like, oh, then it could get out of control. Right. So I'm trying to, like, backpedal, trying to keep the peace, trying mm-hmm. to, like, just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, and I think that they are in that phase maybe longer mm-hmm. than the viewer would like them to be right right and that was my frustration because there are moments where you're like dude like clearly this is escalated yeah right like yeah and i think when we were talking about it, i said once a once a gun shows up in the mix <laughs> you know if i could get my hand on that gun like 
I mean, I I guess maybe my recommendation is I would have used it sooner than I should have. But like, I feel like some of the some of the guys should have been shot sooner. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I think like I think they do a good job of like showing that these are kids, right? Yeah, and like they even when they have the gun and they're like trying to survive and trying to be tough, they don't want to use it. Yeah, like they don't want to kill people. Yeah, and they're scared yeah. and they're disoriented. Yeah, and I think that that is. That's real. And it brings me to, and this is something like with my clients, because the majority of my clients are combat veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a social worker. And a lot of my clients have, you know, gotten to that point or been put in that situation where they've had to kill someone. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my clients. Yeah. And so it, and this conversation I have with them a lot, which is like, at what point, right? Like these, and, and if you join the military, you're obviously trained to kill. You're obviously, you know, there's a lot of training so that you don't have situations like there was in this movie mm-hmm. where you're in shock and you don't know what to do, right? right. You're trained to, like, respond. Right. But a really interesting question for me is, like, what are we willing to do to survive, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. are you willing to kill another person if it means your survival? I mean, for me personally, I think Yes. Yeah. You know, but I've never, luckily I've never been in that situation. Yeah. So it's hard for me to say, you know, mm-hmm. but even, even if you are willing to kill somebody, does that mean you can? Right. Cause like, yeah, I think like, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. And, uh, yeah. What about you? I don't know, man. I go back and forth. I think I have the desire to want to fight for survival. Right. But I just don't know in the moment if I would have the gumption to actually do that. And I think it's a, it's, it's tough because, and especially with the way that that question is asked sometimes, right? Like, would you be willing to kill somebody? It's like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll kill somebody. If I could get my, if, if I could like overpower somebody, that's a Aggressive. present threat, threat to me. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to kill some, somebody's gr- innocent granny, you know, that's, that's not the question necessarily, right? right? right. If you're faced with somebody that's danger, it's you or them. I think yeah. the answer would always be yes. Yeah. I'd be willing to kill, right? But if it's mm. sort of like, mm. kill your buddy's granny and then we'll let you go, I'd probably be like, probably not. Just take me. Right. You know, that like... This is probably too intense of a conversation, but oh well, I'm already there. Um something that like some of my clients have had to deal with mm-hmm. is what if that person that aggressor is a child what if that person is strapped with a bomb you know what i mean yeah what if they were like forced against their will and i've i've had the reason why i bring this up is is not because i've heard this story once <laughs> mm. i've like literally heard it like a hundred times um where you know what i mean so there's yeah. there's a lot of like nuance in the situation yeah. that i think is is really it's it like fundamentally for me comes down to kind of what horror movies are about which is like how do we survive yeah unsurvivable situations like right. how can we persevere in the face of an unthinkable crisis yeah and i think in this like they do a good job of showing that they can't get their mind around the reality of what's going on yeah. They're yeah. like, no, 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 this can't be happening. And right? I will admit part of the frustration too is that we're watching what's I going know, on. Oh, and other we side. know they're in a horror yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like it would be it would have been interesting to just see it from the perspective of where they were the whole time. That would have been an interesting way to shoot the movie, right? Right. Where like because we saw both sides. We saw what the the Nazis were doing and mm-hmm. we saw what 
the, 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 what's happening in the green room with these kids. <gasps> I think you're yeah. right. I think it would have been way more compelling if they had just had it be the green room and we yeah. could know what the Nazis were Because, doing. like, even as sort of a technique, right? right? Because was the side story with the skinheads that relevant? It kind of ruins a bit of, like, what's going to happen. You know? That's true. Um, and, and then again, I'm, I'm not saying it would have been an, an extra cherry on top. That would have been great. You right, know, like right. it's still a great movie, but it would have been interesting if th- that's how they shot it was mm-hmm. just from the perspective of these kids, right? Because then you kind of are with them in their experience of like yeah. slowly finding out that they're kind of screwed, <laughs> right? And with them in, in not knowing how right. screwed they are, yeah, right? Because, yeah, because the first major injury that's not a death, because Emily, the girl that 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 died with get by getting her head stabbed, we don't see that. Right. And that's actually more of a prop to the totally. to the plot or it's just it's you know rather than somebody that's actually dead. Right. Rest in peace Emily. I apologize about that. Um, but but the first person that gets the first major injury is actually uh Pat who's played by Anton Yelchin also RIP in RP. real life. Um but he gets injured because they're negotiating from outside the room and inside the room because they managed to get their hands inside the room on a gun. And the guy outside is saying, hey, just give the gun back. You know, it's an unregistered gun. Anyways, he's trying to trick them. He, yeah. manu- he manipulates the situation. And the kids inside, it, you know, they're still quite naive, I think, to this situation. And 100%. so they say, okay, well, I'll throw the gun out. And the, well, they decide to negotiate and give him back the gun. And he sticks his arm out, and there's other people out there, and they grab his arm, and they slash it up. They slash it to ribbons. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the arm's not doing well. Um, and uh, and he gets back. He gets his arm back. He gets his arm. And back. they lock the door, and yeah. they get some some seclusion. Yeah. And then old Pistu says, "Don't worry, it'll be over soon." So yeah. he's basically telling them, "Like we're gonna kill all of you." Yeah. At that point, yeah. he says it. Yeah. And Pat's like, you know, um, like his hand's like. It's like almost disconnected. Yeah, I think it's, it's broken, real and bad. it's like the, the the flesh around it has just been like yeah, ooh, yeah. It was gnarly. It the, was gnarly. The gore in this movie was well done because yeah. it was like wasn't too over the top like splatter, but it was also like real enough for you to be like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. The the arm thing freaked me out, and I think um, what they were trying to do with it too, it's like <laughs> also freaked our hellhound out. Quite a bit. <laughs> um, what you uh, what you what you screaming at? Is there a cat out there? No. We'll cut this part down. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Um, but but the arm, like, I love how they were like really trying to figure out like how how to like treat it from right. the room with like no materials so yeah they're like put pressure on it oh my god and then eventually they like take duct tape and duct tape it yeah which is just like uh, how would, yeah how would freaks you me out. What, what what is the right way to do that wouldn't it be to make like a tourniquet or something like that like cut off blood up higher because it was his forearm arm his forearm so i would probably cut off. yeah and then start to patch it right yeah yeah okay. but i i get why they did the duct tape it's but, quick and dirty. Yeah, 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 but oh my god, can you imagine like yeah, taking yeah. that off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you lose a bunch of skin. And load flesh. me up with with uh, drugs at that point. Like yeah. you have to take that off in the hospital. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he's torn. His arms torn up. Yeah. Good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then they are, you know, trying to strategize on what to do next. There's actually, there's somebody, Big Justin is in the room with them and he's a skinhead he's guy. He's one of the skinheads, yeah. Right, but they kind of have him... They've kind of like got the upper hand on him. Yeah. In a way. Um, trying to hold him steady. They, they, they overpower him. I think his name is Reese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only, I've seen this in MMA. I forget what it's called, but um, he's got his arm. He's to the side of him, got his arm between his legs and he's got his legs crossed. And I think the move is if you lift your hips, you can break, break his arm. arm. Yeah. yeah. And that was one of the frustrating things for me too, is he had this upper hand on him and he just had him in this hold. I would have just gone straight ahead and broken this guy's arm. Cause one, you're not killing him. Right. Yeah. And, and, but you do, you do reduce his ability to do more harm. Right. Right. And you've already known that you're in great danger. So why not eliminate another potential threat? I guess. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think overall they just didn't know what to do and they were yeah. panicking, but but eventually, um, they do kill Big Justin. Yeah. Um, Amber, who is affiliated with the skinheads, I guess. Yeah, I think she ran in the circles. Yeah. Um, and she was, I think she was probably friends with Emily. Right, right, right. Which is ultimately why she turns on them. But also, she's looking out for her own survival because she was a witness to the murder. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah. She is the first of our characters to murder <laughs> to to get a kill. To get a kill. Yeah, yeah. So she. So yeah, Amber let's uh, let's like. Yeah, let's 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 uh, jump into the deaths then. Let's do it. Uh, there were eleven deaths. It's a lot, man. Uh, two deaths by dog. Okay. Um, I know we don't get a choice, but I do not want to die getting eaten by a dog. Spoiler alert: somebody does get killed in your preferred method. That's true. Uh, uh it, but it wasn't quite a double tap to the head. It was. Tap to the neck and then the head. And the, and the head, which, you know, is, I mean, I t- I'll take it. Re- uh, listeners, just marvelous listeners, I have a desired method of going out. Working in healthcare, we often talk about this, okay, because we're all kind of like macabre and weird. Um, and so at work, we'll often say like, well, what way would you like to go if you had to choose, right? It's like something about being around death a lot. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, devotees, acolytes, I would like to go with a double tap to the head. Quick. I don't want to see it coming. To the back of the head. To the back of the head, preferably, so I don't know what's going down at all. Just quick, relatively painless, not by dog. Yeah. I would go with uh, double, double dose of a drowning to the back of the head. That's how I would like. Okay. All right. But yes, not by dog. So there was 11 deaths, two by dog, uh, three by stabbings, although one of them is Amber um, right. slicing Stabbing big Justin. old Big Justin With that box open. cutter thing. Yeah. Um, and basically, the rest of the people get shot. Yeah. Yeah. And so initially, uh, Darcy, Peace Stew, yeah. is telling his army of skinheads that he doesn't want to use guns because he wants to stage um, their deaths later. Um, of like a dog yeah. attack, mm-hmm. right? Um, in a different location. So he's he's saying like slice them up, yeah. don't don't shoot them. And then at the end, because our um, badass main characters 
are able to survive a little longer than old Peace Stu wants, mm-hmm. um, at the end he's like, okay, just take the gun if you have to, right? right. But we're just going to fish out the bullets. Yeah, you, you have bodies. to dig the bullets out. Um, mm-hmm. And then, because I think what they're doing is they're trying to make it so that these outsiders, this punk band, um, are outsiders and um, mm-hmm. they they come in and, and you know, they're criminals. And so, because they've they found the, the gas siphoner Mm-hmm. Uh, or really just tubes. And then, so they're trying to portray them as sort of uh, uh, these these evil outsiders that come yeah. in. It's actually really hilarious how, like, you know, these right-wingers are using that. Um, <laughs> these outsiders are coming in and they're causing, they're doing crime and and they, because they, they steal gas and stuff. And, and they, they broke they, in. They, they broke in, yeah, they broke into somewhere. Where and there's the dogs. Somebody sick dogs on them right. and that's how they die. You right, know, and that's what they're essentially trying to do. Yeah. Right, but in meanwhile, like the the skinheads have a guy who trains dogs, trains mm-hmm. attack dogs, yeah. and they're beautiful pit bulls. They and are gorgeous dogs. I'm sure that they're actually super dope in real life. Yeah, as they must dogs. be. The actors, the actor dogs, were very ferocious. Oscars for the dog. There should be an Oscar <laughs> for animal acting. Like I'm more interested in that than half of all the crap on the Oscars. I know they're such good boys. I know, um, and. Uh, yeah. Who, yeah. Who who did you relate to? Who were you in this movie? I was Sam, hands down. Sam was the, uh, she was a guitar bassist or something. She's a She's guitarist, yeah. curly hair. Because I think uh, Pat was the bassist. Oh, okay. Because initially I was like, oh, did they fall into the weird trope of like making girls the bassist? I know. Because it's like... Seems like the easier instrument or whatever. But no, she was a guitarist. Yeah, she was a guitarist. So Sam is a guitarist, and she kind of knows... I think she kind of gets it early on. She's like, oh, we might be screwed here. Yeah. Um, And she's kind of panicking. Yeah. But she also doesn't want to hold the gun, because she's like... (laughs) Like yeah, 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 yeah. They're 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 more lefty type. Punks. Yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah, a lefty yeah, punk, yeah, yeah. and um and she you know there's this scene that I love like her death scene I actually really love because Sam is you know, R I P one of the ones that was killed by the dog. Yeah, not okay. a great way to go. Yeah. Um, but they do this great thing where Amber has she's commandeered like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like a twelve gauge. And she has this 12-gauge, this big old shotgun, but she clearly doesn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. And so she um, she's holding it and, like, trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. trying to, like, shoot it after they, like, break out of the building. Yeah. She's trying to shoot somebody, but um, it's, like, too heavy, and the recoil's too strong for her, so yeah. she ends up, like, shooting the floor, and she can't really get it. Yeah. And then Sam, like, grabs it, and, and it's, like, um, I liked it because I... You know, I come from a military family. My dad was a sniper in the Marine Corps. I grew up around a lot of guns. And so, like, seeing them, like, genuinely have a genuine reaction <laughs> to these guns that so often in movies you see people shooting them like it's a joke, right? Like, right. there's no arm strength or, like, aim <laughs> yeah, 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 that needs yeah. to happen. So to see them, like, fall over and be, like, messy and, like... Right, to have the gun, real. also the physicality of the gun be an obstacle as well, right? Yeah, Rather than yeah. just a sort of, like magical tool where it's like it just magically works yeah. exactly so like then and they're also great shooters I know. <laughs> like, I, know. Yeah. I know yeah they're not great shooters they're terrible shots yeah. actually yeah. which is um, actually probably like what most people would be like in those situations right like yeah. we all would like like me i would love to think that if i was in a in a bind like you know violent situation and i had a gun like that would be my saving grace because just because i had the gun but like i haven't shot a gun often right and so who knows? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and a shotgun. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so that's like kind of their only thing. Um, and so then Sam tries okay. to take the shotgun, and then she gets yeah, taken yeah. out by the dog. Yeah, the dog does make her a treat. Make her a treat. But yeah, I would say Sam because I would be panicky and anxious and like just trying to find weapons. She uses a light bulb at one point as yeah. a weapon. Uh, <laughs> I would yeah, be that. Yeah, I would yeah. be that girl. I actually, I was so skeptical of the way that she was doing it. She's using one of those like long fluorescent mm-hmm. light bulbs, and I thought she was going to use it as a weapon, but she uses it as, um, as like, like to like throw it out the door. Yeah, like yeah. To throw it out the door. Yeah, which was great. Who are you? I'm Reese. He's kind Ugh. of like Reese is the man. He's like he's like angry and impulsive. And I related so much to that because in the beginning he gets pissed when they find out that uh, their booker screwed up the booking, or he basically didn't tell them that they lost the venue. Right. And they played. The, they end up going to some janky show, and they end up with six bucks each. Yeah. As their, you know, sort of whatever they earn from that show, and he chokes the guy. Like he doesn't choke him out, but he like he just like pushes him against the wall, and he's pissed, you know, and like. I feel that. <laughs> I felt yeah, that, you know? Yeah. And then he's also the one in the movie where really before he runs out and dies, he's like, we just all got to go out guns blazing because, you know, yeah, somebody might, some, some of us might die, but some of us might live. I love that. You know, and like, I think that I related to that, like on their survival level, right? But even just like the anger that, he, and he's the one that snaps the guy's arm. Like with the uh, MMA like, you know, move, m- with the move, and uh, although I wish he would have done that sooner, um, I feel that I, I get it though. Like either there's a there's a certain confidence, right? You have him in the hold. It generally is a pretty good hold, from what I've heard, and so you could kind of keep him there, but and maybe not want to hurt somebody, but yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I would say Reese. I see that he's very rational, yeah. and I, I really liked when he said like, you know, we're not all gonna yeah exactly what you said. We're not all gonna survive, but some of us might live. Yeah. Um, and I, I definitely see that. Also, the actor is in Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. He's in one of the best episodes, in my humble opinion, Hang the DJ. Oh, he yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got a, a soft spot for him, too. But I agree. He's like the most survival-focused one, which is upsetting why he's one of the first ones to go. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but that makes sense, because he's accident. impulsive, though. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. is His character is impulsive, and so he does die first. One of the first. Mm-hmm. At least the ones in the, in the, in the protagonists, right? Like, he... It's sort of like what he deserves. Or yeah. it's a result it makes of his impulsiveness. Yeah. I really like the end, though, because I think the end is like really satisfying. Yeah. I think it does a good job of being... It's not like, well, the whole party makes it. I know. You know, but like some people do make it, and then you're like, okay, cool. Like, And the people that make it are like really messed up. Yeah. Like Amber, our final girl... Mm-hmm. It's not a final girl name, but whatever. Amber is, uh, got bit by the dog, got like really torn up on her leg by the dog. Did she get torn up by the dog or did she get shot? Cause they come out and she gets shot because they all shooting their little pistols and then she misfires the shotgun. And so Amber doesn't actually ever get, oh no, you're wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) No. Yeah, she does. She gets torn up by the dog. And then we think she gets shot in the leg at one point, but she actually was using Emily's body as a prop. Oh, okay. Um, no, 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 not that part. When they go out and she misfires the shotgun, right? She oh, does yeah, get shot. Sam. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. When yeah. Sam dies. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So she's she's pretty tough. And I think of all of the characters, she's the one that is like the most willing to kill people. Yeah, yeah. She she I but I think that's what it is, is she rolls in that circle. And so right. she like figured it out pretty quickly, like, guys. Shit's hit the fan. Like mm-hmm. we're past that point. I love it when Sam in the beginning says <laughs> says wait we don't even know if they have guns that's a stupid thing that i would say then <laughs> amber's like of course they fucking she's have like guns. i guarantee you like <laughs> they obviously have guns yeah, they're yeah, just skinheads in the middle of the forest like yeah. they have guns yeah, like yeah, obviously yeah. um and and she kind of like so they track down where they're trying to like stage the crime scene yeah. that they're gonna like burn all their bodies or whatever mm-hmm. um and they track them down and they get the guy who trains the dogs and like this other skinhead and they walk them to like mr or to darcy who's peace do yeah and they kill all three of them. Yeah. And I, and Amber's just like, yeah, they're all there. No hesitation, yeah. Like, no. And, yeah, and, uh, and uh, Pat, who he's yeah. a little surprised after she kills the first guy. She's like, I thought we were going to, like, call the cops. And she was like, no, actually. Uh, oh, no, I mm. thought we were going to disturb the crime scene. Yeah. And she was like, no, we're creating a new one. Yeah, we're actually going to create a new yeah, crime yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like, she's kind of, like, has her own ideas about it. Yeah, but and I, I Part of it that. is revenge for her, right? Because... Somebody she knew got killed. Emily, yeah. right, yeah. was the first one. And it was more personal, I think, for them. Yeah. For yeah. And also, like, I mean, I'm, I'm just because of, like, the work I do and, you know, being a super sensitive person in real life outside of movies, I'm, I'm a pretty big pacifist. But mm. I could see myself being an Amber in that situation, too. Mm. I can see myself going ham on some skinheads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, well. I see you. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna fight for survival against someone, I would want it to be Nazis or skinheads. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my, they were my... frustrating. Like, not just frustrating, but like there was something about all that that like had it like made me extra angry. I know. I, I was just like, just like, take them out. Yeah, yeah. There's something like so visceral, especially I think now, like in our current climate right. too. Like talking about yeah. <laughs> talking about like racial equity and justice and and seeing a bunch of skinheads with like you know yeah. swastikas all over the place. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. take them. Yeah. <laughs> like my pacifist ass is like, get them, girl. <laughs> take them all out. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that was, and it, it kind of like gave us the moral authority too, in some ways. Like it, it made it like okay it made it easier i like movies that kind of do that like play with like our morality in that way a little bit like like oh do you get satisfaction from these people dying it reminds me of like inglorious bastards yeah you know what i mean when you're like yeah get the nazis (laughs) you're just like do these horrible things it's fine nazis are the most satisfying to see die yeah (laughs) yeah man like the clan nazi skinheads it's just it feels like they are a very fitting villain for any situation yeah uh, okay, so fear rating on this. So I I actually think that this movie does a really good job of like making you anxious. Yeah. Like I don't think it's like scary, but like you get yeah. into it. Like yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, like yeah, you were yeah. yelling at the TV. I was pacing at yeah, one yeah, point, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, so I think it really sucks you in. Yeah. And and the whole time you're strategizing, kind of like they are, right? right? You're right. like, no, take this, take this. Yeah, you can yeah, survive yeah, if yeah. you do this. You know, like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. trying to problem solve. Absolutely. So I don't know. I think I'd probably give it. I might give it like a. I might give it a four. Okay. I don't think it's like scary. No, it's like, not it's scary. It's not at scary. All. It's not gonna like yeah, haunt your dreams or anything like that. No. Um, but it is like. It's distressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I. I mean, I think. I think. 
every week we could probably give it a different sort of name but it wasn't this not a really a fear rating but mm -hmm. this movie this movie got my heart rate going for yeah. sure yeah, like, yeah, yeah i could feel my heart pounding in my chest um give it like a seven like on like what it did to me I yeah guess. like the effect <laughs> yeah the like effect the of the movie of right because it's sometimes it's fear sometimes it's anxiety sometimes it's whatever and yeah it was a solid seven of just like i was on edge for sure yeah i the like the two things that i like about the ending too just to like close out um it was very fitting that pat like at the end was like this is a fucking nightmare mm -hmm. you know he was like this is an actual nightmare yeah, yeah, yeah. um and at the end too where he's talking to uh patrick stewart and he says like man you are so scary at night mm. right and i think like that's that's really telling in this way of like how we approach fear right mm -hmm. Like, I think, like, our experiences impact how we translate fear, like, mm -hmm. how we actually metabolize it. So, yeah. for him, you know, Patrick Stewart was really scary before he watched all of his friends get eaten by dogs right. and had to, like, you know, duct tape his arm back together yeah. and fight his way out of that house. After that, in the daylight, he's like, oh, no, bitch, I have a gun. Like, this is... Like, you're not scary anymore because you've already taken everything from me. Right. And so I think that there's, like, a really powerful kind of, like perspective on that like what we find scary at night is maybe not what we're gonna find scary when day breaks like it changes which is also why we watch this movie these movies at three in the afternoon <laughs> we've watched like all three of them in the afternoon yes and that's for my sake <laughs> so. i love it <laughs> yeah maybe you know maybe one of these days we'll do a matron saint special where we watch at night something like something really freaky at night yeah. And then we forced me to talk about it at like yeah. two in the morning. I love it. With the lights off. That would be so fun. Halloween special. <gasps> Could we do? Look out. Yeah, we should do some like really scary stuff too. Yeah, maybe. We should. <laughs> After that, it's like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, I like uh, it. But until then, uh, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.